another episode of geek nerdery we're gonna be talking about all kinds of nerdy stuff today uh just like last week i got mr sometimes co-host mike with me yo and from the awesome 80s podcast mr carlson you're welcome all of you you're welcome (laughs) thanks again for having me thanks again for having me on the show (laughs) no problem uh apparently nobody likes to talk about batman like the three of us do. <laughs> We've got plenty to say about it. Um, and this may be an awkward podcast because me and sometimes goes Mike have to share a mic. It's getting oh, real. Oh, Carson's got to go. Carson's got to go. What's going on? What's going on? Is there a fire? <laughs> He's muted. He's muted now. He's muted. His earphones are off. <laughs> he may have to go. He's listening <laughs> to a walkie-talkie. <laughs> We don't know. We don't know. This may be, this may be, oh, oh, Is, he's putting the headphones back on. He's it's throwing okay. up his hands. It's okay. Headphones are back on. Run them together. Yes. You are still muted, sir. <laughs> this is the excitement of podcasting, people. This is, this is where it's all about, what it's all about, nowhere. Hey, everybody. Huh? Thanks for, hey, uh, all right. Thanks for staying right. patient. And then, so I was going to send you my list if I wasn't uh, coming back. So, here we are. <laughs> I just need Galesburg to I'm hold say it my list is the best. a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying my list is the best. I'm just saying life is so chaotic at home that this is the only time I have is when I'm at work. Um, it's actually I, I quieter list, to podcast I think my list is, Yes. Um, I think my list is pretty good. I think I got a good list. All right. Good. We'll find out. Um, like I said, this may be a little awkward. Me and good. Mike are sharing a mic. We're really then, close, and Mr. Carlson is uh, is uh, coming through the interwebs from a firehouse in Galesburg. <coughs> what was your What was the name of your previous podcast? Just you and Mike, the you and Mike podcast. Dysfunctional workshop. Yep. <clears throat> Dysfunctional workshop. One of your episodes, you you touched on this topic, and then I was like, I don't know anything about this. This was like 2010. <laughs> Sounds about right. Well, then you're welcome. I'm. I'm not joking. Thank you. And I was like, well, I, I'm Brian. I'm pretty sure it was 2010. It's, it's probably right. It might be. But yeah, so I, so I was like, well, I, haven't, I think I've watched one of them. So I went back and I pretty much watched every single one up until this last week. I had watched every single one except one. And now I think I've watched every single Batman cartoon movie, at least since 1990. Wow. Even I haven't seen them all. So you, you're doing better than me. Way to overachieve. I think yeah. my list is the best. Go. No, that's <laughs> why your list is the best. Okay. I wanted right. to be. It may be. It may be. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about our top five favorite animated Batman movies. And then we're going to go around, do number five. Like all of us are going to do number, do number five, then number four. And then we may have some uh, honorable mentions uh, once the lists are over with. At least one or two fights will break out. Probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay. Friendships will be lost. Right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I only like these guys so much anyway. So it's true. It's true. <laughs> but I mean, luckily you two live in the same town, mm-hmm. so I can just <laughs> sit, sit the hostility out here yeah. in Peoria, <laughs> just ride out the wave here in Peoria. Exactly. Um, all right, so uh, Mr. Carlson, since you just uh, talked about how you just caught up, why don't you start? What's your number five? Since you got the best list, yeah, since you're the best, what's your mm-hmm. number five favorite uh, animated Batman movie? I think for Michael's number five list for his top five animated Batman film, uh-huh. he's going to pick yeah. uh, Batman Year One. I think it's I think it's pretty awesome. I really I because up until Not that, that point, awesome, though, I guess I had <laughs> number seen, number five. Awesome. I hadn't seen much of. I wasn't. I, I'm. I had not a, seen much of Jim Jim Gordon in animation other than that guy that's in charge of the light, and it was pretty cool to see a, a story kind of revolving around him. Yeah, good old Brian Cranston doing the voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, I thought it was. I thought he did a great, great acting job. I really, I, I, I really liked it. What you, what you guys think? Did you guys see Year One? Yeah, I'm, yeah, a, I'm a big fan of Year One. It's on my list. Uh, it may be making an appearance <laughs> on my list too. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Uh, it's, I think it's a really good interpretation of the comic, and just kind of a cool uh, look into his first year of. Crime fighting. I'm trying to figure out what the hell he's doing. Because that and Dark Knight, they both came out in the 80s, didn't they? In in yeah. comic book form. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I mean, to to me though, it was pretty cool to have like the mafia. Like they touch on it a little bit in Batman 89. Like there's there's crazy people out there that like the original like you know Joker. There's going to be the Riddler. There's going to be Penguin. But in Batman '89, there's the Joker, like the super crazy Batman, and then there was also the the Mafia, Mafioso, Mafioso. Yeah. Is this is this a podcast safe? Is this <laughs> Mafia, Dad? Dad, stop it, Dad. You hungry, Dad? I could eat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it felt like it. I really, I really enjoyed like they injected the mafia into it as well, and I I really like that, especially in '89 Batman, and as well as this this animated version as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they did a good job. Lots of action, right? The uh, the scene where he's sort of in the abandoned building and the the police are like closing in and stuff. I thought it was mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. So they do a really good job of uh, with the tension and everything. Let's see, it's a fairly faithful adaptation too. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you get your uh, Catwoman in there mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, fist fights in the street, mm-hmm. and you can see a lot where Batman begins pulling from that too. Oh, for sure. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely a heavy influence. I uh, think the closer it stays to the book, the better, the little better the adaptation is. Usually, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Mister Patterson, what's your number five? Mine was something else, but I changed it just because we decided to include Justice League. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go Justice League Doom. I'm going to put that number five. Oh, Justice League Doom. Yeah, I really like that one. Sort That's... of a take on the uh, Tower of Babel mm-hmm. storyline. Yep. Was it Mark Wade? Oh, that? That, that, didn't even, that didn't even make Maybe. honorable mentions, but if, if you like it, that's fine. Well, your list is the best, so... <laughs> We're just gonna muddle through on mine. <laughs> We're just gonna slum it for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for slumming it with us here. I, I got some 
I got some boots over here. I can trudge through your stupid list. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you what do you like about it? What I like about it, um, well, it's just one of those things where uh, Mike, since you don't know, and any viewers that don't know, Justice League Doom is the story of the. It's Vandal Savage, right? It's been a while since I've seen it. It's Vandal uh, Savage. Him and the uh, Legion of Doom uh, get a hold of some of the secrets of the Justice League and how to bring each individual superhero down, like finds their weaknesses and uses it to destroy them. And it turns out they got it from Batman's vault. So Batman's been keeping secrets and trying to figure out how to bring down the Justice League if he needed to as a failsafe. It's the big secret of it. So, yeah, that's what I like about it. Just that, you know, it's from within. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I was watching through the a bunch of the trailers, and uh, I'd forgot Vandal Savage was like the uh, yeah the main the, guy, the, the big bad in that. And I was like, oh, Vandal Savage. <laughs> was, uh-huh. I was a big fan of him on uh, Legends of Tomorrow <laughs> last season. So, so have you ever seen it, Michael, or? Or are you just not a fan of it? I've seen it. I thought it was good. It was kind of reminiscent of Batman versus Superman. Lots of computer stuff and people keeping secrets. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was good. I liked it and it was entertaining. It just wouldn't be one of my top five. Yeah, sure. Okay. Fair enough. Sure. Whatever. Snob. I was wrong once. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. What's your number? What's so your number five? My, time for my number five. five. Might be a controversial choice. Okay. Do because it. of how far down the list it is. Do it and I'll reach across and smack you in the face. Uh, my number five is the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker film. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I'm with you. All right. That's fine. I had it on my list. I didn't it didn't make my top five, but it's yeah. on the list. Um I I don't think I was as big of a fan of Batman Beyond, which is probably why it's a little bit lower on the list. Mm-hmm. And the fact that uh, obviously it's Terry Terry McGinnis instead of uh, uh, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Um, but it does make it on the list because it is a really cool story. Mm-hmm. Um, just obviously, the Return of the Joker it says it right in the title, but that also brings the return of Mark Hamill as the voice of the Joker, which mm-hmm. is always a plus. And then, plus, you have Kevin Conroy's old man, Bruce Wayne. So, uh, I really like it. I think it's a really cool story. I like um, it because it gets really dark with the whole yeah um, Tim Drake stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do show a flashback of the Joker essentially winning by um, capturing Tim Drake and driving him crazy as a child, mm-hmm. which is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Because this is up. late 90s, early 2000s, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we're still still in pretty much like the wholesome Batman sort of thing on TV. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, yeah, got to go a little dark, have some torture. <laughs> got real dark there for a couple minutes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's a really was a really good step for um, the Batman Beyond cartoon to sort of take the next step. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we've done all this. What if we bring Joker back? Right. And that's the big, like, holy shit type yeah. thing. So, big fan. I'm trying to keep these. I'm trying to keep these straight. This was like they re, they bring the Joker back. Like it's technically the Joker, but it's not biologically the Joker. Correct. Right. Yeah, he sort of like downloaded his consciousness into like a microchip mm-hmm. that was implanted into 
someone. I won't say for those who have not uh, <laughs> not seen it, but uh, it's worth checking out. Some good action in it. Yeah, even if you even if you haven't watched the series, yeah. it's still one you can jump into. Yeah, yeah. Which I would say give Batman Beyond a chance too. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't a big fan of it to begin with, but uh, I worked at a TV station where I pretty much had to watch it. Nice. So, I mean, you know, there was worse things I could do with my time and ended up uh, really getting into it. So, yeah, it's worth Another watching. glowing recommendation. Had to watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, geeknerdery.com. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just like, I was like 22. Right. So, I'm like, I ain't got time for this so cartoon it's, Batman. It's just one of those things that it caught you at the wrong time. Exactly. Yeah. But I think uh proved itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, Mr. Carlson, what's your number four? We're gonna. I'm gonna go with the OG, the Mask of the Phantasm. Nice. It's a good one. Yeah, lots of people thought it should have gone direct to video, but in reality, it did have a theatrical release. Yeah. I was uh, cool. <laughs> I was frequenting uh, Acme Comics at the time, uh, and they had some free passes. Okay, we got some free passes for this Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Do you want to go? Nice. Uh, it's like, uh, yeah, I do. Of course. <laughs> so me and like three or four people, because I didn't know Mr. Patterson then. So no, that was like what ninety one or two, something like that. Yeah, yeah no, you wouldn't know me then. So it was me and uh, Eric Short, okay. Steve Evans, and I think uh, what was that? I was. Is he dead? Bless him. Oh, bless him. Where is that? Oh, him. I was like, did he die? And I not know. That was I'm so bless him instead of <laughs> fuck that guy. I don't bless him. <laughs> nah, fuck him. Uh, <laughs> I think Cameron Easley was there, and I think Michael, seems like that was the running crew. Michael yeah. Michael Rickenau was there. Who I don't think you met. I, I think, think he left right Rickenau. before high school. So I don't know Rickenau. Nope. So yeah, Mask of the Phantasm. What do you like about it, Mr. Carlson? Well, I think it uh, it's once again it's got gangsters, the mafia. Also, it has a love story. Like sometimes there's kind of. A, you know, it's got a love story. Sometimes Batman, the Batman movies kind of just throw the love story. There's other ones later on I could talk about. We could, but that doesn't really commit to the love story. Like this one, it feels like this Batman is going to fall in love and we're going to go on this ride with Batman. But other ones, it kind of teases you a little bit and you're like, Batman's not in love. This is bull crap. Um, but in, in this one, you feel like he's actually making the commitment. He's kind of boning making commitment. these other chicks. I was going to say, this one, uh, we get to see Bruce Wayne get some. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's not like on the screen or nothing, but he like kisses this lady. They're in a room. And they both sort of lay down on the bed and then cut to the to the curtains and the train goes into a tunnel. We see a volcano <laughs> erupt. Fireworks. Yeah, exactly. Johnny's getting laid. <laughs> well, Johnny Dangerous reference. Uh, yeah, but let's I think it was. <laughs> let's just. Say I think it's a really good adaptation. I mean, they mm-hmm. do a really good job translating it from uh, the TV show onto the movie screen. Well, that's one thing that's just so much. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was talking and you talked, so it was obviously more important. Go ahead. There's a a delay. I'm sorry. Uh, Well, it just feels like this to be happy. I like to see see Batman being happy. (laughs) Well, that's one thing with the animated series. They always took took the source material serious. Yeah. So you can make, like, not too serious, not overly serious. But they, you know, this is a comic book character. They could have done anything with it, and they took it. Mm. They took it the serious route. They, they, what am I trying to say? Like they, they, they 
first they took the source material and then they decided how can we tell a really good story with right. this rather right. than just let's throw it on there and put the <laughs> let's put the, camp and the, bullshit in. Yeah, the biff pan yeah. biff, you know, pow yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, they kind of got rid of that and got back to the dark side of it. Yeah. As long as we've got cups, as long as we've got cups we can buy from Burger King or Taco Bell. That's really all I care about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. McDonald's had those uh, Batman Forever ones. Okay. Oh yeah, I got, I got one, of those. one that was a coin was the thing was the handle. Yeah, I got a uh, I got the Riddler one. You need a Riddler one? I had those too. I had that one. I still have it somewhere. Yeah, it's packed away somewhere. Awesome. Um, anything else about Mask of the Phantasm? For I remember, I remember there was like crystal light, like they were kind of like crystal mugs. Do you remember they're Batman mugs, but they're like. Kind of like engraved crystal, like, hey, come and get these super fancy Batman mugs. You remember those? Oh. I think no. were those were those maybe the ones that had like a like Two Face was flipping the coin and that was the handle. Damn it! I hate you. Because those were those were clear and it was a see through. I think I think that's what. Is, yeah, that's, that's probably what they were. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, you're probably you're probably right. I wonder if that was for Batman Forever, yeah, maybe. Okay. I think that was for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, Mr. Patterson, what's your what number did, four? What do they put for number four? Open phone. Okay. I did the uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Oh, all right. Yeah, all right. yeah. The uh, adaptation of Frank Miller's acclaimed, critically acclaimed, etc. This and that. Yeah. So yeah. So you doing part one, part two, or are you doing I'm the deluxe? Them together. The I'm deluxe. Together. Yeah. yeah. Do the deluxe. That's when they came out. I'm like, I'm not buying that bullshit. It's coming out <laughs> so in the like they're gonna, They'll both yeah. come out. Don't bullshit me. They'll both come out together and everything will be fine. Yeah. It's like Kill Bill, but Kill Bill never did, I don't think. No. Because. Only in Japan. Yep. Screw that noise. But yeah, I, I, I couldn't figure out if I wanted to go one over the other, but I'm like, ah, hell with it. I don't have to. I can put them both together. Yeah. Because it's one, one book, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was mine. Pretty good interpretation of the Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do rearrange some of the story elements to make it fit more of the part one, part two structure. But yeah, I think that's all right. But that's okay. They didn't they didn't mess it up. Yeah, to the point that it was, you know, incoherent or anything. So, um, Peter Weller does the voice of Old Man Batman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I was hoping for a little bit more gravelly voice. It wasn't too bad, but yeah, it, it could have been better. Yeah, it could have been better. And then they had um, um, Mr. Oh, what the hell's his name? Harold, Harold, and then also Ben Linus. So what is uh, Michael Emerson. Michael Emerson, yeah. But was it Ben Linus? Is that what his name? Yeah, Ben on Lost. Yeah, Ben Linus. Um, yeah, they had him as the Joker, which is creepy. Yeah, it's weird. But he did he did a good job. <laughs> he did a good job for like an older Joker type. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the Dark Knight Returns, Mr. Carlson? Um. Uh, uh. Once again, I don't think I'd put it in my top five. But I oh, oh, of course not. Now, why oh. would you? Yours is clearly the best list. <laughs> I think. Um. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really well made. And all I could all I could think about is like, oh, I, I want this to be made into like out of, out of all of these, it feels like this is the best one that would be made into like a live action movie. Do you get think of anyone who could best. play Batman? Not even top five best. Apparently, okay. I'm just but. saying. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm I'm judging. I'm not judging stories. I'm judging 
the cartoon, not the story. I want the whole the whole cartoon. Oh, now it's just a cartoon. Now it's just a cartoon, Brian. Listen to this bullshit. You just take my words and switch them around and switch them. Who do you? I mean, do you imagine Peter Weller's playing this on a, as a live action Batman, or who do you imagine playing this as a live action Batman? Uh, action? Oh, old man Bruce Wayne. Dude, you bring Keaton back for that? Yeah. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Would that be the best one? No, but that would be awesome to bring Keaton back. Because yeah, I think there was like a uh, there was rumors about them doing Batman Beyond as a as a movie. People were just like, "Oh, come on, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, old man Bruce Wayne." <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you have anybody in mind? But he's he's more the thinner old man as opposed to older man than he is the yeah. thicker older man. But I don't know who that would. You're be. looking for a thick old. You're looking for a thick old man, Mike. Is that what? <laughs> Yeah, for. that's that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's what I'm looking okay, for. Okay. Taking my words and twisting them around on me. <laughs> uh, do we give Do we give Clooney a chance to redeem himself as old man Bruce Wayne? I mean, oh damn, maybe. But not Joel Schumacher's Batman. But I mean, just oh, and I started that discussion about who would play what on that thing. Like nobody got involved. Like I guess Alex did, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. Like on like because they said Val Kilmer wanted to have him come back as villains. Yeah. I'm like, let's start this discussion. This is gonna be awesome. And I'm like, I said it and you're like, yeah, I'm for it. I'm like, well shit, that was easy. <laughs> I just went ahead and casted everybody. Um maybe, yeah. Give him some redemption. Yeah. Do you have anybody in mind, Mr. Carlson? You don't think Val Kilmer could come back and pull off Batman yeah. himself just Val Kilmer could again? come back and play the blob, maybe? <laughs> but he's an X-Men character. <laughs> he'd, have to, he'd have to convert to Marvel. Uh, Maybe, but I think George... I think if George Clooney wanted George to do it. I mean, some redemption. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's, let's erase this. Shit, <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm crying myself to sleep in my giant mansion on my yeah, mattress right. full of money. <laughs> then the money that I throw into the fireplace to keep myself warm. I rolled over. I was having a bad dream. I rolled over and like... Oh, there's my super hot wife. I'm going back to bed. It's cool. It's gonna cuddle up, with, cuddle up with my with my uh, pile of money and yeah. <laughs> get myself back to sleep. Right. Uh, ben Affleck, a bunch of shit for playing Batman, but he's got little kids, and like once you have little kids, who why wouldn't you want to play Batman? And I'm thinking if George Clooney and his British lady have kids, he'll want to play Batman and be Batman for those kids, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Just don't I don't understand them. The Ben Affleck hate. I think he did a fine job as Batman. He did perfectly fine. He did the what he could with what he was given. So <laughs> it was Batman featuring Superman. It was his movie, so he did fine. Yeah. I mean, the rest of the stuff, the Batman side of the stuff, where he's killing the shit out of people. It's, that wasn't on him though. No, that's in the script. Oh, yeah. That's Zack Snyder's fault. That's not his fault. Yeah, Zack Snyder. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's get into my number four. Uh, again, maybe a controversial choice. Gonna get the hand back up. Um. I'm going to go with uh, the Lego Batman movie. Okay. Um, and this may just be because I just saw it for the second time again the other day. Okay. So it's and so I just had a lot of like, good, lots of good fun with it. Okay. One of the big uh, redeeming factors for it is Billy D. Williams gets to play Two-Face. Yes, he finally gets Two-Face reduction. <laughs> he finally gets to play Two-Face. I'm sitting in the theater. Mike's sitting next to me, and I hear that voice. I'm like... <gasps> I think Billy D. Williams is Two-Face. 
Was that Billy D. Williams? I think it was Billy D. Williams. <laughs> I was losing my mind over that. <laughs> yeah, so I had a great time with it. And I think Will Arnett's uh, Lego Batman uh, from the Lego movie universe mm-hmm. is hilarious. Yeah, he's good. Not, uh, yeah, not, he's a, good. not like a good, like if this was my only interpretation of Batman, I would not be happy. Go ahead. But we could take a little a little side turn because we've had dark and dreary Batman for a while. Right. So sometimes, like, such as with Batman Brave and the Bold, sometimes you just need a little break, a little, uh, little sunshine. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> I really like the dynamic between him and the Joker. It's, um, I, yeah. didn't, I mean, of course, they, he likes to fight around. It's okay. It's no big deal. <laughs> just say it. I hate you. <gasps> I hate you, too. <laughs> uh, also gets points for the uh, gremlins showing up and um, uh, the Daleks from Doctor Who. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what did you think, Mister Carlson? You were you were good. You were good with the uh, interpretation of Batman in this movie. I I, uh, I think it was a lot of fun. Um, also, did you guys see the Lego Batman from 2013? It was more like an animated Lego Batman. Well, this one was animated too. So. I don't know. I wouldn't oh, put it in my top five or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, there was another, like, it's more kid-friendly. You didn't see the other Lego Batman in 2013? It's, it's, well, not as, it's not as well animated as the most recent one. Go ahead, Mike. In our, ahead, in our defense, there are like three or four of them, of the Lego other, Batman animated ones. Yeah. Well, the one I'm speaking of is the 2013 one. It's, I really yeah, like what it. happens in, in the – do they just wander around in 2013 or does something happen so we might know which one? <laughs> these, are, these are movie spin-offs yeah, the of the Lego Batman games. <laughs> these are definitely <laughs> – There's a penguin in it and they solves crimes. You anyway, kill I'd like that you one kill too. Him. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> There's a penguin in it. I Maybe like the Joker movies. too? Was there a Joker in it too? Joker. He's he's in love with that Batman. That's an unhealthy relationship. <laughs> toxic. It's a toxic relationship. All right. Um, what's your number three, Mr. Carlson? Get down to the nitty gritty. Top three now. It's getting serious. I would. I'm going um, under the Red Hood. Ooh. I would say that's, uh, that's my top three. Yeah, I, really like I would that say one. controversial choice. I mean, it's not my top five or anything, but you know, <laughs> I would. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even consider it worth watching. But I mean, you know, top five. <laughs> um, I guess. I guess to me though, it, to me it really appealed because I hadn't really. Uh, I didn't really read the comic books at all, and I didn't realize. I mean, there's like the whole Jason Todd, uh, Dick Grayson thing. With Nightwing, yeah. and it, it told—I mean, it gives me a little bit more of that story because I hear, you know, everyone talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretending to understand you when you're talking about these two different Robins. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So it was nice to it was nice to watch it in the animated form, you know, get informed in other people's conversations, and uh, and of course uh, a little bit more insight into Rajagul, and just uh, just seeing him do his thing, and uh, just be a bad guy. It was pretty cool just to see him be a bad guy i'm curious though real quick um i'm probably involved in most of those conversations right i can't think of anybody else you might have talked to would be talking about the different robins probably probably i was like i'm trying to add up people <laughs> i know i'm like i don't think so he's just shaking his head when i'm talking to him great well the uh 
that's good. Yo, no, you tell good stories, Mike. Wow. I like that. No, wow. that's cool. I really like those <laughs> Roberts, no those Batman and Roberts. No, no. <laughs> The big, the that big 2013 Batman. <laughs> the Oreo, the Lego, Lego Batman 2013 was good. Go ahead. Uh, the big problem that uh, definitely kept this on my list that happens a lot with these uh, Batman animated movies is uh, Tim Drake always gets the shaft. Every time. Yeah, because if you read, uh, you said you didn't read the comics, which is perfectly fine. Um, but in the comic books, like him and Jason Todd have this big showdown because he's the current Robin and... Jason Todd doesn't believe he deserves to be. And so they have like this big fight. So they just ignored all that in the movie, which I thought was a bummer. That's one of the things that all these ones have when they're (laughs) adapting them, (laughs) adapting them, adapting them is they either have too much time. Yeah. You know, too much time or not enough. And so they have to condense. Yeah. I first figured that out with uh, like the Superman doomsday. Oh yeah! Oh my God! This is nothing like the story, but it's like, oh, it's for time. So they they struggle a lot with those on these uh, adaptations. And I feel like Tim Drake. They're like, oh, we can just get rid of him. We got Mm -hmm. Nightwing. We don't need Tim Drake. We don't need him. Whereas I feel like we have. Is there got rid of Nightwing and had Tim Drake? Right. What? Yeah. Is there is there a better adaptation for? I mean, a better story for the Robins? Is a better Batman animated film that depicts the Robins in a better way? Mm, no, not really. No, they just leave out. Okay, just checking one of the important ones. Yeah. I was noticing that too as I was doing my research on this. All the newer ones do the same thing. Oh, yeah. They just skip straight to Damien. Yeah, skip right to Damien. Mm-hmm. Bunch of bullshit. Poor Tim. Uh, he, he's been the longest Robin of them all, I think, right. and he gets like shafted. Well, technically, he's never been Robin in the new Fifty Two. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's been retconned in the uh, Rebirth. Whatever. This is why I stopped reading DC. <laughs> so. We can't keep can't keep our story straight. We don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Um, were you a big fan of Jason Todd when he was around originally, Mr. Carlson? That's you. Can you not hear it? I'm pointing at you. You son of a bitch. Can't you can't hear? <laughs> I can hear you um, laughing. <laughs> the the only person you're talking about is Robin, and that's the only person from this film I I I have no I have no point of view. I know. Okay. I know. Uh, I know Robin. I know Batman sixty six. I know that guy. Let's give him better context. That's Dick Grayson in the Lego Batman twenty thirteen movie. <laughs> All right. But you're only yeah you're only familiar with like Dick pretty much right. Right, Dick, 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 Dick. Dick. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's about right. <laughs> uh, uh, so, Mr. Carlson, what's your number three? Thought so, has everyone else done theirs? Oh, I mean, Mr. Patterson. Yeah, what's your number was, three? okay. All right. Our number three. Too, too many mics around here. Batman Year One. Well, that's that's not a good excuse because you used her last name. <laughs> so, there you go. I I went Batman Year One. Well, no. uh, I, mean, I also nice. went Batman year one for my number three. Right, so, oh. yeah, that's right. Up top. That's right. Number three, Mr. Carlson. That's the that's second. That these was. are the second best list in the world <laughs> after yours. <laughs> and we agreed on number three. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, just what we said before. I think big fan of uh, how they adapted it, and I think they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I'm not. I wasn't 100 percent sold on uh, what's his name, Ben McKenzie. Yeah, as Bruce, but he did okay. Yeah, he didn't do a bad job. No, um, I think he did a good job for what what the movie was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, Mr. Carlson, what's your number two? Um, I picked. Swear to God, if you think best. 2013. I will pick 2014's. Uh, I I thought uh, I'll pick uh, Batman: uh, The Assault on Arkham. I thought that was amazing. I really enjoyed. That. Okay, all right. I really enjoyed that movie too. Nice little heist film. Mm-hmm. I felt like they're getting the band back together kind of movie. It was my first introduction to Suicide Squad, and I heard of it, but I didn't realize it was a thing. This is probably like early i mean fall of 2014 when i watched it and of course like kevin conroy it just kind of feels like home like his voice you're like i'm home this is nice yeah, <laughs> yeah that is for me like when when people are like well who's your favorite batman it always ends up going to kevin conroy because kevin, kevin conroy is batman mm-hmm. um if you listen to the uh like, batman yeah. on batman podcast back when it was good um, that's one of the best ones <laughs> yeah they interview Kevin Conroy and it's one of the best things Kevin Smith has him just tell him he's like can you just tell me in the Batman voice like everything's gonna be okay Kevin <laughs> and then like I can just put that on my phone and anytime I'm feeling blue <laughs> I can just pull that out and listen to it <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah so yeah nice little heist film uh, mm-hmm. Suicide Squad breaking into Arkham or are they breaking into a prison? Oh, yeah, assault, in, assault on Arkham. So, yeah. yeah. Right yeah. Right. <laughs> you see crazy. It's always fun watching the Joker be crazy. Mm-hmm. The only reason it didn't make mine was just... Electroshock machine. <clears throat> you good? You're going to let the movie take down this animated film that you love. In the no, life, no, no. You I'm saying if you would stop cutting me off, I could tell you. Okay. okay. <laughs> No, the only reason I didn't is because I thought it was it was more of a I put that as the side one. It wasn't really a Batman movie so much as it was a Gotcha. Because he's in it, but it's mostly it's a Suicide Squad dominant movie. Sure. Okay. Uh, I feel like it's what the movie should have been. Yeah. Yeah. But story. Hey look, I'm holding out. I still like it. I still like the movie. I don't care. <laughs> I'm all, I'm just gonna like it. That's just what's gonna happen. Everybody can be mad and hate it all they want. I still like it. Saying Jared Leto's Joker is awful. No, well, he's garbage. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. Everybody's like, man, he sucked as a Joker. Man, why didn't that movie have more Joker? Like, dude, what do you want? <laughs> you can't have it both ways. Either. <laughs> like, no, like, I, I'm on the he sucked as Joker. We need the yeah, best Joker in that movie. Hmm. Like, if you're gonna immerse yourself like he did and go around no. making people call you the Joker, be better at the Joker if you're gonna. I no. mean. Now, when I heard the rumor before the movie came out that maybe he wasn't the Joker. It was Jason Todd. Maybe it was Jason Todd who had been driven crazy by the Joker. I was kind of on board, but yeah. No. After having seen it, yeah, I would be more on board with that theory. Yeah. But if it follows current continuity of supposedly there's three Jokers. Whatever. That's retarded. Which is also stupid, but whatever. That's why I stopped reading DC Comics. <laughs> That's why I didn't feel comfortable finishing that sentence. I'm like, nah. Um, it's still, I'm trying to defend it, and I can't. So, Carlson, who's your favorite uh, suicide Suicide Squad member in this movie? Um, I mean, 
I I mean, just the whole he didn't see it. He didn't see it. Joker himself. Uh, I didn't realize that Deadshot was an actual character. I, I I'm not. I, mean, I don't know anything about this whole DC universe. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. Not about that I know these cartoons. Anymore. Notice that from your list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make fun of your. Wait, yes, I do make fun of your list. Yes, I do. If my um, favorite second baseman was Ernie Banks. um uh, i'd say dead shot it was pretty cool it kind of reminded me did you ever watch cops that tv that cartoon tv show like from 1988 oh yeah yeah but now you're making me animated version of the show cops because that would be amazing (laughs) (laughs) kind of reminded me of some of the characters that dead shot did so it was it was kind of cool to see him yeah uh voiced by neil mcdonough Who's currently Damian oh. Dark on uh, the in the Arrowverse? That's right. Okay. Nice, uh, solid choice. Not mm. on my list, uh, but you know, I think the uh, weird uh, relationship between Harley Quinn and Deadshot kind of turned me off yeah. to it a little bit. But it seemed like they might have been trying for that in the movie too, but it didn't really go anywhere. It's just fine with me. Um, so what's your number two, Mr. Patterson? My number two was Under the Red Hood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm a fan of that one. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. Did didn't make my list, but you know, all right. Okay, hey, you know. <laughs> I think it's a qual- it's a quality choice. It's it's a quality choice, Mike. See, my my big problem is uh, no Kevin Conroy, no Mark Hamill, right. Right. which is what bothers me. Right. That's one of the things I don't like. Is they got John DiMaggio, Maggio, yeah. whatever for the Joker, and that's one of the worst ones. Yeah. But I think for a secondary Batman, I was thinking about this. I think Bruce Greenwood's a pretty good secondary bet. Yeah, he's okay. He's a little bit older. He did Young Justice as well. Yeah. So he's okay. That is all right. I know. Just every time there's like a movie that comes out, I'm like, no Kevin Conroy? Well, if it's not Kevin Conroy, I mean, you got to have a second place. Yeah. Like, he's always going to win that. But, I mean, yeah. as, a, as, a, as a reasonable substitute, I like Bruce Greenwood. He does kind of have a grumbly voice, which yeah. is nice. Um, Neil Patrick Harris is Nightwing. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a little weird because he played the voice of Spider-Man in one of the. Uh, he did the Flash in a couple of them too, I think. Yeah, and some of the Justice right. ones. Yeah, sounds right. Hmm. Uh, well, my number two, um, is uh, Dark Knight Returns. Okay. The uh, mm-hmm. Peter Weller. I think it's an excellent adaptation of uh, the book. Mm-hmm. Like I said, of course they got to rearrange a couple things and make yeah. it a little bit more part one, part two y, but. Uh, yeah, I think overall, like all the beats are there. I think they do a good job. Mm-hmm. I think the relationship between Superman and Batman is is mm-hmm. solid in it. I love that it's like, well, there's no way we can fit it in, so let's just fuck it. We're gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> of Clark Kent like standing there and he does, strikes a pose and a bald eagle flies down and lands yeah. on his arm and then stands <laughs> yeah. there for a second, and then just flies off again. And they're at the ranch or whatever, right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, awesome. They, they're just like, look, we want this shot in here. We don't care if it looks like ridiculous. I'm like, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough, animators. Just yeah, do it. and the tunnel of love scene too. The last bit with the Joker. Yeah. That's one of the better scenes. That too. is really good. Yeah. Like across the board. That's one of the better scenes. Yeah, that's a solid yeah. that's a solid choice. Yeah, I was a big fan of it. Like I said, I was not uh I was not gonna be fooled. Right. I'm like, I will not watch this until <laughs> the full combined movie comes out. Because this is ridiculous. <laughs> so I was, yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Um, I think good representation of Carrie Kelly mm-hmm. was the uh, mm-hmm. the female Robin, which I thought was awesome. Do you think um, that was Kristen Bell? 
maybe sounds right that voice um maybe some other like selena gomez or somebody i don't know doesn't matter i don't know why it's bit i don't even know her i don't know why i would do that i don't know anything about selena gomez but i'm just like immediately to hell with you <laughs> the only thing i know about her is from uh spring breakers so mm. which is a weird ass movie but that's not what we're here. Oh. oh, you did it twice. No, you did it twice, and I only did it once. <laughs> Stand by, please. <laughs> can you can you hear me? Boop. Okay, son of a bitch. Are you still with Thank us, you. sir? Can Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. we can hear you. We can hear you. All right, Mr. Carlson, what's your number one? I swear top to God, you got you got one that you shouldn't pick for the uh, animated Batman. Uh, okay. <laughs> There's, only, there's a bunch of them, and you've only got one that you shouldn't pick. I swear to God, if you pick it. Flashpoint. No, I don't want that. Um, I, I just before we get going, I want to talk about. Uh, so you even like the uh, the Dark Knight Returns, even with the uh, the Nazi nipples. You're okay with that? Yeah, I'm totally on board with that. Is that just me? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm on board with that. How how how? Okay. So how are you not gonna swastika nipples? Um, Come on. <laughs> what? What? Um, for me, uh, my number one was uh, was Gotham Knight, Batman Gotham Knight. I really liked this. This six different stories, especially like they took the the kids' perspective. I think that's what really won me over. Was like they would sit, they would have these different stories of what's going on. And they took a, the kids' perspective. Of course, it got gets blown out of proportion. Um, and of course, it was kind of like a love story a little bit to the Animatrix. Did you guys see the Animatrix? It was the second yeah. best Matrix movie ever made. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it felt like it's like if I was telling somebody the story of Batman, like an alien or somebody from a different culture who'd never heard of Batman, like I might show them this cartoon. Like I would pick Batman Gotham Knight. Okay, that's actually a, that's a decent choice. That's all right, choice. Good job. Didn't make my list, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Didn't even come up on my. <laughs> not, not even in my honor- secondary. Don't think. Yeah, not even in my honorable mentions. No, so just- I just got a list of Batman movies that didn't even. <laughs> uh, hmm. Well, yours know. suck. All yours. Suck. <laughs> hey, Mike. Mike, I thought Red. I thought Red. I thought Red Hood was good. I like Red Hood. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched Gotham Knights in like a long time, yeah. so I don't remember. Yeah, I own it. What I think about. It. <laughs> I, I think it I got it when when they. I think it was right before one of them came. Was it? Was it Batman Begins came out? Was that around the same time? Was it Batman Begins came yes. come out, and it's between between Begins and Dark Knight is when it came out. Yeah. Because I think they had a whole thing where they released that, and then I want to say I bought like the original, the '89 Batman, at the same time on DVD. Hmm. I think that's when I got that. I don't know. It doesn't matter, but <laughs> this is inconsequential. Um, so solid choice, the anthology. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, get the many stories rather than just the one. And I think they did. Is that the one where they did kind of a version of uh, Dark Knight Returns? Maybe was that it, or maybe it was one of the other like the, like a like a. Uh, like a mini yeah. story within? Yeah. Maybe not. That might yeah, have just been so. the end of the series or something. It's been forever since I've seen it. My nephew calls uh, the Dark Knight Returns Batman. He calls him Fat Batman. Bat- Fat Batman? Yeah. Because mm. you can like, play him in like the game. Oh, he's huge. Yeah. They made him huge. He's You're like, like oh, three oh, times look, the size of everybody else. It's I'm Fat like, Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, Mr. Patterson. Your number one. My number one, which I thought was going to be more of a thing, but uh, Mask of the Phantasm, that was my number one. No. Guess yeah. what? Number one as well. Solid Buddy's gold. Life. Oh, I did oh, it. No, I did I it. it. <laughs> High five through the whole thing out of whack. 
Damn it. Lost the whole piece. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I'm a fan of that. This is why we can't have nice things. Mike. We can't hear you. Hang on. This is why we can't have nice things. Okay, what? Go. I'm a, hey, I'm a fan of that Phantasm one. I thought it was pretty good as well. Yeah, not that much of a fan since it's like number <laughs> five or four. Well, I didn't honestly. I did not have a list until we decide until we started recording. I'm like, oh, this is my top five. I guess <laughs> you fucking cheater. <laughs> no, yeah, I think just the OG. I mean, yeah, it's like the it first is. one. I was like 12 when it came out, and I was like completely in this Batman animated Batman world. So, well, it does good as a as a year one. It works as a year one, yeah, because there's a lot of that stuff. It's good as like Mike was saying, it's good as a love story mm-hmm. kind of thing for it, because he he tries about it's re- it's more of a Bruce Wayne story than it is a Batman too, yeah. because it's about him trying struggling with the idea of sticking with those. That's one of the biggest mm-hmm. things for me about it is he goes to the uh, goes to the cemetery. He's like, well, c- why can't I be happy too? Shouldn't I be happy too or something? Mm-hmm. He's arguing with his parents when he's uh, thinking about possibly giving it up to be with Andrea. So. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm gonna knock that all the <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mike. Um, it feels like like he has like like as far as like the Batman idea of what Batman is, it's it is like this monk character, like sexless, you know, loveless kind of dude. And you, I want you want them to be human. You want to humanize them. You want them to have real people with real emotions and have them right. be happy. Like I'm tired of seeing unhappy Batman. I want you to be happy. That's that's why I like Phantasm. Nice. Yeah. Um, I feel like at least it, he makes the effort to be happy. Yeah. Tries, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it uh, borrows a lot from Batman Year Two as well. Mm-hmm. They have the Crimson Reaper in Year Two, which the Phantasm is sort of like a uh, uh, like a parallel to that character or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, the reveal is a lot different, obviously. But it's just you know a character in like a shroud with like a hook and stuff for a hand and stuff, so it plays up a lot of that. Um. I mean, yeah, like we said, you got Kevin Conroy's Batman, Mark Hamill's the Joker, which he, which is fantastic. He's got there's some great yeah. stuff with the Joker on that one too. Yeah, um, and he hits somebody with a roll of bologna. <laughs> so we made lots of jokes that Joker hits people with his meat, which was pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm just an all around big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Got a free copy of it on DVD when I bought uh, Arkham City for uh, Xbox, which was nice. nice. Yeah, along with the uh, Mr. Freeze Sub Zero movie, which I mm-hmm. still have not had a chance to watch yet, so could be gold, and it's not on my list, but I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so, Mr. Carlson, do you have any honorable mentions you want to go through? Um, as far as my top five goes, I've got Saldon Arkham. Was that a direct? Um, was that taken from the comic books? Like, was there an Ar- assault on Arkham comic book? Mm. Unless it was in Suicide Squad, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, because I guess my interpret my impression was the Mask of Phantasm under the Red Hood. They were, or anything else. You were cutting out. What'd you say? Were they? They were cartoons before they were like a comic book. Is that correct? Uh, under the Red Hood was a comic before yeah, it was a movie. That was a, that was a storyline in the comics. I, I don't know. It just it felt like the Dark Knight Returns. It is good. But it didn't hit my top five. Like it didn't feel like it's to me. It just, I mean, it feels like its story's been used a thousand times. I don't know. You felt like I felt like I'd seen it before I'd even seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they screwed it up in uh, Dark Knight Rises a little bit because he's older. Like they like an older Bruce Wayne. Yeah. 
I mean, they barely yeah. touched on it, but yeah. Um, yeah. I guess this okay. is uh, Justice League, but the uh, Flashpoint Paradox, did you guys see that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. going to be one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, I think uh, the it's not like a big part of it, but I think the Batman stuff is really good, especially the very end of the movie when Batman gets a little oh. closure from the parallel uh, Flashpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everyone wants to know that they're uh, they're taken care of, that the people are doing what they're supposed to do, and, you know, it's important. Which uh, still... Still want Jeffrey Dean Morgan to come play. I, I'm telling you, like when they did Thomas when they did Wayne Flashpoint Batman. on freaking yeah. at the end of season two of Flash, I'm like, well, yeah, he's been on the CW with the Supernatural. Bring him back, have him be Thomas Wayne in the Flashpoint. Now nah, we're just we're just gonna call it Flashpoint and then just kind of fuck up a couple things and then we'll be back there. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah we'll take cool. care of that in one week. It'll be fine. Great, thanks. It's terrific. <sighs> Flashpoint, you sons of bitches. One of my few complaints about the Flash <laughs> TV show. Right. right. Uh, uh, did, yeah. did you watch the uh, Killing Joke, the animated one? I uh, just watched it last night. It was going to be one of my honorable mentions as well, okay. with a caveat. Um, if you go 40 minutes into the movie, there's a nice fade to black. Start 40 minutes you, in. You can start right there, Yep. and then just watch it as like a 45-minute uh, short Batman right. Right. short. That was the one that you weren't <laughs> allowed to have as your number one movie. I was afraid you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to the, me, though, uh, it, it, the love story was unnecessary. That's Way the, unnecessary. that's not part of the comic, and it's completely made up just to pad out time, and is complete and utter garbage. Because people aren't gonna buy like even if it's forty five minutes, people aren't gonna buy the Killing Joke. Like yeah. I totally would have yeah. bought it just as that. Yeah. Well, it's not long enough. I don't give a shit. Well, knock three bucks off the price, or yeah, don't even necessarily do that. I'll, I'm still gonna buy it. It's Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill doing the Killing Joke. Well, even if, even if you just did the that opening stuff without them sleeping together and with their whole right, why aren't you calling me? Like, uh, why do I have to give up being gack? We're gonna garbage. empower her. Are we gonna empower her? Oh, we're gonna have her fuck Batman, <laughs> and she's gonna pine for him the whole time. Yeah. Oh well, is that's she, is that empowerment? Well, yeah, she's gonna she's, she's gonna, gonna get paralyzed. Yeah, yeah she's, she's gonna, gonna get shot, kidnapped by the taken advantage of by the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's sort of an unspoken thing that he probably did some unsavory things to her while she's <laughs> paralyzed. Um, and then uh, we won't see her for the last half of the movie. So that's pretty empowering. And then her wheelchair comes in. You what? Yeah. All right. We're going to. Wait, you're going to run this? She's gonna yeah, wheelchair. we're going to get the hard R. A cartoon needs that hard R, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty disappointing. I watched it for the first time. My other. Yeah. My, my my honorable mention would the other one would be just the Lego Batman, other than the 2013 one. I definitely think that the uh, 2017 Lego Batman is fantastic. I think everyone should see it. It is one of the best movies of the year. Uh, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. Uh, what are your honorable mentions, Mr. One Batman? of mine was actually the uh, that Batman Sub Zero. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's it's not great. It's not anything that I would put in my top five. No, but. It came out the same time as Batman and Robin, and it's a much superior film to, which isn't saying a lot. Yeah, it's not saying really anything. No, but it's still a pretty good. It's a, it's a pretty good uh, Mr. Freeze story. At some point, he doesn't go. Everybody, right. chill. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> Ice to me. said they're not gonna make a. <laughs> they said the nails in the coffin for the old man Conan movie. It's not going to happen. 
bummer. Um, we got any more? Um, okay, Justice Flash League. Points one. Flash point. Um, I don't know. Some of the newer. Oh God! You son me. of a bitch! You did I'm it again! You. What are you doing? <laughs> I just reached out, smacking things like, "Oh, duh, this is bullshit!" Like a cat, like you slapping and stuff. <laughs> so much editing to be out. This oh episode. my God! <laughs> I didn't. Ha- I'm not fidgeting with anything this week, so that's nice. Hello? Yeah, pull it- well, I did that Hello? because I go. thought it was gonna happen. Oh, we did it. Son of a bitch. Wait, Hello? You Hello? Right. Okay. Hello? Hello? We're back. Um, We're back for the fifth time. Mr. The Joker was on my uh yeah. mention. Yeah. Um, and then like some of the new ones aren't that like I was trying to say was I watched all the new ones like the Batman versus Robin where they skip straight yeah. to Damien. I don't know. No. They're good on action, but as far as story, I mean I could throw the whole thing away. It no. doesn't matter. I watched uh was it Batman and Son? Mm-hmm. Is that the yeah, first Batman. one? Batman. Uh, yeah, Son uh, of Batman. Mm-hmm. And, oh, Son of Batman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, got 15 minutes in. I'm like, this is garbage. And I shut it yeah. off. And then I heard like the next like three or four like sequels to it. And I was like, nope, yeah. done. I did the um, like the uh, Batman versus Superman would have been good, but they tried to do. If it was just Court of Owls, if they just made the whole thing Court of Owls, yeah, and spent more time just specific. I mean, they didn't need that much more time on it. But calling it Batman versus Superman is stupid. Or Batman versus Robin was stupid. Oh, that's why I was but, like, uh, I was like, stupid, because that's the wrong name, dumbass. Um, but I don't know. It's like it could have been, it could have been better if they focused more on the Court of Owls. But yeah. they tried again. They tried. They ran out of time, or they have too much time to fill, and or not enough time to fill with two big stories. Hmm. And the fact that they didn't, it was it's Bruce Wayne in it as opposed to Dick Grayson. Like when during his time, which I understand, I get it because they don't have yeah. that continuity where Batman's dead for a while. Yeah. In it, but that whole dynamic between Dick and uh, Damien is pretty awesome. Yeah. That's just kind of, I kind of, I was, I was a big fan of. Yeah. But that's, I don't know, some of the new ones I could, you could throw them away. Like Bad Blood, I watched that one too. <laughs> I was sitting there with Batman versus Robin, and I was just like, I. I'm half an hour in. I'm going to get through this for the podcast, but I don't care. I don't care about this. But the action is good. Like the stuff, like the animation, but yeah. the action is good, but yeah. stories are, uh, I don't care. Um, that's anything else? Nah, that's really it. I mean, yeah. there's, well, there's Justice League New Frontier. Okay, um, well, that, that was one of mine. Was it? Yeah. That's um, a, that was a good one. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really good. It's not really a Batman centric movie. Right. But there is one one line that kind of encapsulates Batman in that movie for me, which is fucking awesome. Is it the penny? No. What's the line? Go ahead and do. <laughs> um, it's when he uh, first encounters Martian Manhunter, and they have a little fisticuffs. Yeah. Uh, or I don't know, whatever. Um, and he said uh, he tells them like, "Yeah, if we ever meet again, like I had to go get a meteorite to yeah, take care of the one, in, the care take care of the one in uh, Metropolis." All I need for you is a book of matches. Yeah, I need, he goes, I spent millions of dollars or something, but then he goes, all I need for you is a penny for a book of matches. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, that I was awesome. like, that's great. <laughs> um, let's see. One of my other... What, uh, some of my other honorable mentions. We've hit most of them, but... Um, oh, I had one. I completely blanked on it. I don't know. One that I'm going to mention, I guess, that's not... Um, 
it wasn't really a movie, but if I think if you condense all the episodes down, uh, you would have about the length of a feature length movie, mm-hmm. which is when uh, um, Batman takes on Starro in the uh, Batman Brave and the Bold. Because mm-hmm. they sort of set up like this leading thing where people are getting the starfish on the face, so they're getting possessed by Starro like yeah. throughout the entire season. But then at the end, like they finally have like Batman's like I gotta stop him. So yeah, so you just kind of pull out those parts and put them together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then also uh, Batman Brave and the Bold when uh, they take on Dark Side. Dark Side. I think it's good. I think that was a multi-part episode. So just the one What's where that? they go. What is it? Adventure. <laughs> the one where they. Uh, it's uh, what? It's Adam, right? It's the Adam and. Adam's. Aquaman go into Batman's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they was, kind of do the incredible, the fantastic voyage or the incredible <laughs> yeah. journey or whatever the fuck. Yeah, they called. go to try and heal Batman from the inside. Yeah. Oh, that's one of the best. Because <laughs> he gets a platelet or whatever, he rides yeah, around a platelet. <laughs> Outrageous! <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you gotta see Mike. You have to see the uh, Brave and the Bold uh, Aquaman. That guy's he's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I recommend for Batman. We Brave had Shane. We had Shane, an eight-year-old, living at our house, and we watched most every, all those Batman animated series. Yeah. So I'm sure I watched it, but I wasn't sure. I was kind of, I was probably glazed over at that point. <laughs> but I, I'm willing to, I'm willing to watch it again, though. Yeah, Diedrich Bader as Batman is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's doing that thing that he did with me when I was talking yeah, about yeah. Robins. Yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. yeah, yeah. Sure, I know what you're talking. Sure, about. Yeah, no, that's the one. That's the one. I know what you're talking about. Totally. He's gonna go on awesome radio. He's like, I, I was talking to these guys about some Batman thing. I have, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I do remember asking you about the uh, Bader and Batman. You don't remember us yeah. talking about that before, Matt? Remember oh, yeah. us talking yeah, about yeah. that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. I remember. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Oh, you're just Mr. High Mighty. You know all these. Cartoon Batman movie, start your cartoon Batman pocket. Hey, says the guy, come in. says the guy who says he's got the best list. <laughs> half an hour in, cut to, yeah, I didn't have a list before that we started the podcast. <laughs> uh, these are these are my top five favorite Batman movies. But I do uh, thanks for letting me on because I don't, I'm not really a comic book guy, but I do really enjoy films, and I think I think mine were pretty good. Did you think mine were pretty yeah, good? Was, my choices were solid. okay. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. a list. It was a good list. Okay. Some things are out of order, but other than that, you're good. <laughs> okay. you all, I mean, you had all good in your top five. You can't complain okay. about that top five. That's a solid top five. I didn't. I didn't realize we had to definitively number them. I'm like, and it's how do you pick your favorite kids? How are you supposed to do that? Not that they're my kids or somebody's kids. You well, you start them. with Mask of the Phantasm and you work your way down. <laughs> exactly. What do you mean? That's how you do it. <laughs> I thought Mask of Phantasm was fantastic. I really liked it. I thought the, I think all the all the five. Mm, I, think, were really good. I thought maybe much. it was a four. I thought maybe it was a four. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> five, wherever you put it. Um, no, Batman, your one was five. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, outside of Batman, what, anybody else watch anything they want to talk about? Uh, no. <laughs> I got into that. I pulled into that <laughs> stupid 13 Reasons Why on Netflix. I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, there's the thing. I'm like, Netflix has the big show that they're going to do. They always have a big one. Like, Stranger Things was a big one. I'm like, sure. I'm going to get in on Stranger Things. I'm like, okay, I'll get on this 13 Reasons Why. I'm like, I still can't figure out why. I'm seven reasons in, and I still don't know why. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to finish it. 
Like it's enough to keep you going episode to episode. Sure. But there's nothing sure. like House of Cards has that moment. Like, holy oh, shit, that yeah. big moment. And then Stranger Things has pretty much every episode is one of those big moments. Yeah. And this one just doesn't have that big moment. Like, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to stick with it, but um, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know why I'm sticking with it. Um, I still haven't watched Iron Fist yet. I haven't either. I'm just not excited for it. I need to wa- <laughs> like, I want to watch it. But I'm like, he got to the office. That's as far as I got. That's like two or three minutes into the first episode. <laughs> Did you watch Iron Fist, Mike? Have you seen it yet? Uh, nope. No, I haven't uh, made the commitment for the. Uh, nah. I'm I'm kind of holding out for the Women of Glow. I'm getting pretty excited for oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Seems yeah. It seems like that'll be fun. Yeah, female wrestling. Looks like it. Awesome it looks, nice. It looks like it's placed like some of the still like the and the stuff. It looks like it's placed in the '80s too. I'm pretty excited. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, some of those look pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys get a chance to? Re- revisit any of the real Ghostbusters available on Netflix? I watched the very first episode. <laughs> I did too. I was showing my youngest. So I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to sit down and watch this. And he was into it for a while, but then he got up and left. So I'm like, uh, oh, whatever. That's fine. He's like, I'm bored. <laughs> Old timey cartoons were those. This nonsense. Where Bill Murray sounds like Garfield. I don't right. like this. I never, like, I never made that connection. Like during yeah. the time, obviously, but it's like, wait a minute, yeah. that's the Garfield voice. I'm like, oh, Bill Murray went on to do Garfield. <laughs> Well, what's funny is I read some trivia up on this. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, Bill Murray complained because he's like, hey, everybody sort of sounds like the character, but I sound like Garfield. And so eventually they fired that guy and then cast Dave Coulier to come in and do the voice of Peter Bankman. So, <laughs> so at some point, Bill Murray turns around and plays Garfield. Yeah. Like, hmm. And at some point, uh, so some point you're going to see Peter Bankman do the cut it out like whole bit and stuff. It's going to be great. There's also, I would contest that because I don't think. Ray sounds anything like Dan Aykroyd at all. No. 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 Winston only because they got semi-racist and just had him say yo a couple times. Well, it's Arsenio Hall. That's why. Was it really? Yeah. Arsenio, Arsenio Hall? Hall does the voice that's of awesome. Winston. I didn't notice that. Oh, that's right. I would say the only Let's one who get was is Egon. <laughs> Egon would be the only one that sounds kind of like him. But. Yeah. And uh, i trying to remember who it was. It's like sort of like a famous voice artist, but I don't remember. He basically said he didn't really know what to do with the character, so he just tried to sound like Harold Ramis. <laughs> so, what else do you want to do? Yeah. Reinvent the character? <laughs> they were also afraid they were going to get sued for likeness rights, so they uh, colored his hair blonde. It was originally <laughs> supposed to be black. So, And they gave him the curl. They gave him the distinctive curl. Yeah, that, that curl. Yeah. So, yeah, I enjoyed the first episode. I'm curious to go through and yeah. watch some of the other ones. I did read some of the controversy, though, because apparently they brought in like a marketing firm. Yeah, because they felt like the ratings could be better, so the marketing firm gave them all these ideas where some of them a little a little racist. Right. Um, like, couldn't Winston just be the Ghostbusters driver, not be a Ghostbuster himself? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what if what if they had a cook or a butler or? A... <laughs> and then uh, apparently they thought Janine was a little bit too much of a bitch, so they had to tone her down some. And apparently they implemented this stuff. I don't remember it, but apparently, mm-hmm. and that's when the ratings like skyrocketed down. Right. <laughs> so I don't know what the opposite of skyrocketing would Probably be. Probably a plummet. Plummet. Maybe yeah, they plummeted. They plummeted. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's gonna be interesting. That's funny. Um, let's see. I watched WrestleMania on Sunday. Uh, what a big bag of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that great. <laughs> that sucks. 
<laughs> so what that was undertaker stuff cool what did you think um no because i knew roman reigns was going to beat him and i'm just like oh like why this so, mcmahon is just sold on roman reigns i was gonna say like i'm not even i'm only involved as far as pay-per-views go i'm not even like, with the exception of enzo the big cast those yeah. guys cracking <laughs> shit up. but um like even that and i'm like Roman Reigns isn't like, no. only in as far as the pay-per-views, and I still think he's boring as shit. <laughs> he is. <laughs> okay. Um, Quit trying to make Roman a thing. It's not going to be a thing, <laughs> Vince. Uh, so the cool thing is they had the Raw Tag Team Championship, and it was a, a three triple threat uh, ladder match. Mm-hmm. And just before it's getting ready to start, the, uh, the New Day comes out because they were the hosts of WrestleMania. Okay. For some reason, because I guess they couldn't have a match on the program. Um, and uh, so they came out and they're like, we've just been informed this is now a fatal four-way. And everybody's like, oh, New Day's going to go down and get, get involved. Yeah. And they're like, I wonder which team should be involved. And then all of a sudden, I don't know where the Hardy Boys music hits. And everybody uh, went fucking nuts. Yeah. I was like, that's insane. <laughs> so they made their big Fresh return. Fresh out of rehab. The funny thing is they had just dropped the uh, Ring of Honor tag team titles the night before down in Orlando. So yeah. it literally was just like, hey, maybe we get some extra work. Let's just go over and knock on Vince's door. <laughs> hey, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Remember, um, remember when we were the thing? And then we got addicted to drugs and the lifestyle. Remember? <laughs> But then Matt Matt's reinvented himself. He had the whole broken broken Matt Hardy gimmick. It was going over like gangbusters. So, but now uh, apparently uh, TNA is trying to sue them, saying that they own the broken Matt character. So, so you know, I think he's just going to be playing old Matt Hardy in WWE, which is boring. Um, yeah, Undertaker stand up with the fingers. They stand up with the fingers. Whoa. Hey, Jeff just one time off the top of a ladder onto two yeah. people on two more ladders. Uh, he's going to be dead someday. <laughs> Soon? Yeah. <laughs> um, so you I don't think your back, like, your back isn't supposed to bend that way. <laughs> the Undertaker match wasn't that great. Um, it's like, I'm just sitting there the whole time like, man, he should retire. He's looking awful. Like, this is not good. This yeah. is not good. And then he loses. And then cut back to the ring, and he's wearing his he's wearing his uh, trench coat and his hat again. Mm. And then he takes his gloves off, takes the coat off, puts the hat down on it, walks out of the ring. Everybody's bawling their eyes out. <laughs> so apparently he's officially retired now, which was good. Like two days yeah, after yeah. WrestleMania, he went and had hip replacement surgery. So really? it's just like, yeah, <laughs> I think I think it's time to uh, maybe call call it a career. <laughs> Yeah, like David Lee Roth, he's getting a new hip. It feels like maybe he could have, should have quit after New Orleans after that loss. Like that should have yeah. been it, but whatevs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Both title matches were garbage. Um, Goldberg versus Lesnar was as lame as I thought it was going to be. I heard something. Now they're both not. The, neither of them are on WWE now. So well, Goldberg is not. He's done, which was always the plan. Yeah. Um, Brock Lesnar's on this on this thing where he makes six million dollars a year and has to wrestle like four times a year. So, you know, yeah, right. So we'll give him the belt so we don't see it like ever again. Right. So, 
Um, so he'll be taking time off, I'm sure. Um, Randy Orton Bray Wyatt match was pretty boring. It came out like I figured it would. Yeah. Randy Orton winning. Um, and then yeah, pretty much every other match on the card was just a uh, an excuse to get up, go to the bathroom, and uh, <laughs> grab something to eat. So it was uh, pretty terrible. Pretty terrible. That's too bad. The Shane yeah, match. How do you feel about Shane match? I'm still pissed because you have one of the best wrestlers on your roster with AJ Styles, and you're like, we're going to have him fight Shane McMahon this year at WrestleMania. That's his big WrestleMania match. I'm just like, no. like Shane doesn't need to fight anymore. He's a commissioner. Fine. Just let him, he's got just let him do, let his him thing. do his thing somewhere else. Oh, my God. Hmm. I mean, it felt first, like the WrestleMania previously, the one in Dallas, it felt like the energy was through the roof awesome, and then Shane came out to wrestle. Wasn't it The Undertaker? Did he wrestle The Undertaker? Yeah. yeah. And it's like now the whole thing is boring. Like you took yep. the, all the energy in this building and you took it out of the, the where the Dallas Cowboys played. There were like a hundred thousand people in here, and now they are bored because of you, Shane Mac. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was pretty much. Uh, yeah, I mean it was a good match because it's AJ Styles, and he'll put on a good match with anybody. But it was just like, oh, waste, wasted match. Um, I will say the next night on Raw, Roman Reigns had probably the best promo ever because we've been saying forever, like, turn him heel. Like, people are booing him. People are tired of him. Mm-hmm. Just let him turn heel and just have him be a monster heel. Like, people, he'll just piss people off and he'll be doing his job properly. Right. And everybody was like, oh, well, this Undertaker thing, maybe he's maybe he's turning heel because um, he's been kind of a jerk the past couple weeks. But, yeah. but it could have just been the, uh, uh, well, I'm fighting the Undertaker but I'm still a good guy, like bullshit that they try to do. <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't know. Uh, Roman Reigns comes out at the beginning of the show, people booing, like you would not believe. Um, so loud. And plus, uh, Michael attests to this. Um, it's the after WrestleMania crowd on Raw, which is always like super hyper. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now, WWE, I've, Michael, Carlos don't have to tell me his thoughts if he thinks I'm right. Um, since it's notorious now for like the past four or five years that the the Raw after WrestleMania, the crowd is always just insane. Through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just whatever. Well, now it's like WWE has to announce that on TV. Yeah. And I feel like that's a way to like control it, even though they can't. Right. It's like if we say the crowd's going to be weird and – amped up and they're going to boo for people that usually get cheered and cheer for people that usually get booed. If we say that on the show, then it makes it seem like that's supposed to happen. Right. So then it doesn't look like we're out of control of our own show. <laughs> so they, they, of course, like that's how they open the show. Like it's the after WrestleMania crowd. So, you know, things are going to get crazy. And I'm just like, oh, anything can happen. And even Amanda was like, why are they saying that? I'm like, cause they're, they think they're controlling the situation when they're not. <laughs> Because um, it so feels like comes the people out. that want to be there, like the people that want to be there after WrestleMania, they really want to be there, or they're the people that didn't get tickets the day before, so they even more really want to be there. And these are the people that are yelling at their TV. These are people that are blogging in their basement. These are the people that really love wrestling, and they're going to let everyone know exactly how they feel about every single person out there. Yeah. <laughs> so they were booing Roman Reigns like out of the building, like it was, like just all you could hear is boo. There was a couple of uh, there was a very loud uh, "fuck you Roman" chant 
that all I'm right. shocked that the USA Network did not uh, try to censor at all. Um, so lots of uh, fuck you, Roman. Do, 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 do. Fuck right. you, Roman. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. The USA is just going to let this go. All right. Awesome. I can't, I can't <laughs> keep up with the button. So uh, tons of booing. He just needs some. He he needs some kind of story people can get behind. Like he's a good yeah. wrestler. He has a good look. He just is boring as shit. Yeah. So he's just literally standing in the middle of the ring, and people are just booing nonstop. Yeah. Uh, he's standing there for like six minutes, and it <laughs> has not stopped like at yeah. all. Every time he get, brings the microphone up to say something, louder booing. So then he just lowers it back down. Continuous booing, and this goes on for like ten minutes. That's fantastic. And eventually, he just he just brings the microphone up and says, "This is my yard now," and throws the microphone down and then leaves. And people are booing like crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, "That's actually perfect. If you're going to turn heel, that is the best way to do it, right there." That gives us time. We can rethink, reconvene, come back next week. Maybe we'll have the story together. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's one was- vague sentence. Get out. <laughs> we'll think about it. We'll figure out how we, how we proceed. Um, so the next night on SmackDown, again, the first post-SmackDown crowd of after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got a raucous crowd tonight. It's the post-WrestleMania SmackDown. I'm just like, oh, my God. You guys, seriously, just stop. <laughs> uh, it just feels like they want everyone to follow their storyline. Like, everyone in the crowd's going to follow our storyline to a key. They're going to cheer cheer for who they're supposed to cheer for, buy the right t-shirts, buy the right ice cream cones shaped like our favorite wrestlers. Yeah. And uh, I'm usually a bigger SmackDown fan than I am a Raw fan, but they kind of botched it this week. The writing on SmackDown was awful. Um, They had Shinsuke Nakamura uh, come up to the main roster finally. He literally just comes out uh, to interrupt a Miz promo who's making fun of John Cena. And he literally just, uh, there's like this big lawn drawn out walking down, you know, doing his crazy Shinsuke thing who he's an awesome wrestler. He's like a fucking rock star. He's from Japan. Yeah. And every time I see him, like this guy's a fucking amazing, like he's fucking weird. And just, yeah, he's like a rock star. He's like the David Bowie of wrestling right now. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he comes out, gets in the ring, um, does his whole thing where he grabs the rope, does his poses or whatever. Uh, go to commercial break come back moving on to something else <laughs> i'm like literally that's it like you he just he just, time. he just walked that walked down the ramp got in the ring and that's that's how you're announcing that he's on smackdown now all right good times <laughs> uh, it was horrible wow so yeah wasn't a fan of wrestlemania so hopefully it gets better coming up but next week superstar shakeup it's <gasps> the draft oh which then because they had a, a, a team from uh, a tag team from NXT that was really popular come up on Raw. So it's like, why are you bringing all these people up on it from NXT like the week before the draft? Right. <laughs> Doesn't make any damn sense. Are they going to do this draft, a draft every year or what's the plan for the draft? Yeah, I think it's going to be yearly. Um, okay, they got to do something, I guess. Yeah, got to switch it up, rearrange people. Um, hopefully give AJ Styles a good match for WrestleMania next year. What are you going to do? Uh, did you watch anything, Mr. Carlson, you want to talk about? Um, 
No, not really. I've been really involved with the awesome, Chicago National awesome. the, the Chicago National League Ball Club, going to St. Louis, things things of that nature. Oh yeah, somebody's into baseball. Yeah, somebody's a baseball nerd. <laughs> Big nerd. <laughs> uh, he's a nerd. He's... So, what was your outfit for opening day for the Cubs? I had a, I had my sport coat on, which uh, depicts the history of the Chicago National League Ball Club in patches, and uh, like. Like a, I don't want to say forty or fifty Cubs patches on the sport coat, <laughs> and I had my uh, Chicago Chicago Cubs vest on, which is not—it's a nice vest. I got it at the at the TJ Maxx. It's amazing. People are like, "Oh, TJ Maxx, yes, TJ Maxx." It's uh, it's very very dressy, very nice. I got the the white dress shirt on underneath, with the blue slacks. You get them from the golf store. They're like. Why is this guy? I don't golf, but I'm going to wear these with my awesome Cubs uh, outfit. I got my red and blue bow tie. I got my red and blue bow tie. Try to look nice and fancy for the people. And of course, I'm wearing my crown that I purchased from Party City because world. And I'm going to wear that to St. Louis. <laughs> That's right. Right in the heart of it. And what happened in St. Louis? Uh, I had a good time. No, no, no. <laughs> That's but, the important but, thing, Mike. But, That's what's most what important. <laughs> What happened? How did the game turn out? Uh, the, the Cubs only won two out of three games when I was in St. Louis. They didn't win all three. Oh. The first Opening one day, I went though. to, they didn't win. Opening day, lost. They did not. The, the Cardinals won, not the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for those not in the know, Mr. Carlson's wife is a humongous Cardinals fan. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a division in their household. Yep. I spent too much time getting myself ready that I did not get the baby ready, and she was wearing Cardinal stuff, so it was a little disappointing. See, that's your mistake. That's your mistake. You got a next generation to think of, Mike, and now it's too late. Maybe it's not just about you, okay, Mike? <laughs> They're going to be going long after you're dead, so you better get the, better get the kids involved. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did anybody else catch the uh, It trailer that debuted like last week after we uh, recorded? Like almost immediately after we recorded. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I'm, I I don't – I mean, I've got the ties, obviously, to the original, but it looked pretty good. I thought it looked pretty good. What about you, Mr. Carlson? I liked it. I thought it was – I thought it was it kind of did um, when Georgie was going down the street. If you watch, have you seen those side by side comparisons? Yeah, like yeah. In the television, in the television one, he ducks under the sign, the police line, and then and the new one, he just smacks his head right on it. <laughs> I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, I'm I'm under the uh, I'm under the uh, um, assumption is not the right word. Uh, what I'm, I'm saying it looks scary, mm-hmm. which I'm on board with. Mm-hmm. Um, still no, uh, real representation of what Pennywise is going to be in this movie right. as far as personality goes. And that's true, the big, true. uh, the big thing for me. I'm sure. I mean, I'm going to go see it no matter what, but right. just, uh, I'm a little, a little leery. Cause I mean, how do you live up to Tim Curry? It's going to be tough. Well, what are you Tim looking Curry for? Are you looking tough. for like, are you looking for like a dark and funny, like Freddy Krueger kind of? What are you, are you looking for just like a scary kind of clown? Um, well, I feel like Tim Curry did the kind of a good balance between both of them, little Freddy Krueger-ish. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then when it got dark, it got really dark. Um, this may just be complete dark, which may work. I don't know. We're going to see how it goes. What's well, a new generation, too? 
Yeah. Kids aren't kids. Are, you know what I mean? You got to be yeah. a lot more scary. But yeah, if he's, if he wants to do a really good job, it'd be to, I mean, you're not going to match Tim Curry. No. But you could definitely give it a real solid attempt. No. And I mean, he's at least got the creepy, scary side yeah. down. Yeah. For what little you see of him in it. The yeah. slide, I thought the slideshow part was cool. Slideshow part's cool. <laughs> that was really cool. Um, the creepy just lingering in the sewer water where you just see the top of his head. I thought that was creepy as yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. Honestly, I had kind of the, like you see Georgie going down the, the street. Yeah. I just had that feeling in my stomach. I'm like, oh, God. This is not good. This is not good. Oh, God. Why is he I doing remember this? It, I remember the first time, like, poor Georgie, man. His arm ripped off. Hi, Georgie. Poor Georgie. You'll float too. You'll float too. <laughs> You'll float too. Hell no. All right. <laughs> Fuck you, clown. Um, yeah. So I, I'm excited to see the movie because I think it looks scary. Mm-hmm. I think it might be a good and inter- better interpretation of the book. That's the Pennywise performance I'm worried about. Yeah. But what are you going to do? I'm coming around. I'm trying. Because I, I hated <laughs> the idea. That's all we can ask, you know? That's hated the idea ask. to begin with. Yeah. Uh, I think it helps them breaking up into two parts. Maybe. Um, which they did with oh, the yeah, original definitely. miniseries. You definitely need yeah. to. Yeah. I never understood how they were. They would be able to condense that down to two hours. But so they're doing two parts, and they're not even doing it like... Uh, it doesn't even seem like they're doing it like with the flashbacks, like how the miniseries did it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just solidly, like, as the kids... And then part two is just the adults. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Um, then we got the dark hat or the dark tower. Still, I guess, got pushed back to August by like a week. Yeah, okay. Still no trailer. Because we were talking about that, about the, they were doing reshoots or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. So literally, like the next day, they're like, oh, we're pushing it back to August. <laughs> just let it run I'm like, by a week? Really? Uh, You're going to wrap this in a week? You're going to figure this all out in a week? Okay. Still no trailer. No, 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 no. What we really need, like, it just feels like they're like a dude comes out of the editing bay and he's just like sweating. And he's just like, all right, what we really need is just like one more week. You think he's just like, just give me the week. You just need like, like, he just gives him like a thumbs up. He's like, yeah, I got it. I know, I know, I got it. Just one more week. Let me empty my bucket. A week. Get some more chips. I'm going back in. You lock this door until I knock on it. <laughs> Three times. I will not. Also, can I have some more Easy Mac as well? <laughs> if at any point you hear me clawing at the door, do not let me out. No matter what I tell you, I swear to God. Door. No matter what I promise, leave me here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Supposedly, Stephen King's seen it. He says he he thinks it's really good. Said the same thing about it. But I don't know if I trust him because I think <laughs> I think he thinks all of his movies are good. And then when they're shitty, he's like, yeah, 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 I was just trying to be supportive. I don't know. I was just trying to get my cut. Yeah. <laughs> so. What was the one where he was, he was the director and he was on cocaine and the, and the cars were after each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maximum yeah. Didn't he like that one too? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably. At the time, he says he'll, after that, he's like, I will never direct another movie because that was <laughs> horrible. It takes forever. <laughs> so... Um. Yeah, we just watched Silver Bullet for the last horror cast recently. Yeah. Um, forgot how crazy, crazy uncle of uh, Gary Busey is in that movie. Also, Corey is in that as well. Yes, the late Corey Ham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, I need a badass uh, tricycle like Corey Ham does in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm uh, pretty excited about the Ewan McGregor Fargo. So I've started rewatching season one and season two. Yeah. I think uh, I think it, I think I really like them. They're darker. I, I really like it. It's good. I really like crime shows that do the duration for one crime like i don't need like yeah. i watched a lot I, I i grew up in a house with my father and i've watched too much law and order i know crime doesn't get solved in 13 minutes i know it doesn't <laughs> uh yeah i'm i'm a big fargo fan as well so i'm excited to see you and mcgregor playing twins i didn't even see that, uh, that. yeah we get done i'll pull up the trailer up oh, the living room Ian McGregor playing twins and uh, your usual Fargo quirkiness. So yeah. I'm excited. Um, like even the, even in season one, the bully who uh, who who was the the big catalyst for the entire show, he's just so polite about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. Uh, what what else is coming up? Uh, the final season of Leftovers. Anybody watch the Leftovers? I've started the first season. But then I kind of fell off of it for a while. Yeah. I need to jump back on and get through that. It's a very odd TV show. So I think that's you, why I like it. You told me about the Perfect Strangers joke, the running joke through it. Yeah, the Perfect Strangers <laughs> joke. Did you ever <laughs> watch you the Leftovers, Carlson? I've never seen it. So Perfect Strangers, Cousin Larry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's, a, that's an actual joke. So uh, K. Bartakos from Meepos. So in, uh, in, uh, in this world of the Leftovers... leftovers. Essentially, like the the rapture has happened, but we don't know 100 percent it's the rapture. It's just randomly, like I think it's like three percent of the U.S. population just disappeared, and nobody knows like what happened, like what caused it or whatever. So in the first season, there was like some random like TMZ like they were talking about. It's you know it's been one year since uh, what do they call it? Um, I don't remember what the, what they call it, but essentially it's been one year one year since this happened, and uh, we're we're looking at uh, the Perfect Strangers cast. How some of the Perfect Strangers cast disappeared, and they say that Mark Lynn Baker was the, was one of the people that just disappeared. <laughs> and you know, it's just it's like somebody's walking by a TV. It's not even like a big thing. Season two, somebody's watching the news, and it's very much like a TMZ type show, and they're like. Oh, we found Mark Lynn Baker in Mexico. <laughs> he faked that he was part of the, the rapture or whatever. And they cut the footage and it's actually Mark Lynn Baker. And they're like approaching him in Mexico. They're like, why did you say you disappeared? And he's like, whatever. I'm not who you think I am. And he just takes off like running and they're like trying to follow him. And I'm like, if there's a subplot this season of them trying to capture Mark Lynn Baker in Mexico, like I am on board. Uh, that was the only appearance, though, but it was still worth it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that that alone, I'm just like, now I got to get into this again. <laughs> who who goes that far for a Mark right. Lynn Baker joke? You're like, let's call him. I bet he'll do it. <laughs> What's he doing? Is he doing anything? No, off Broadway. Okay, he's Iggy Dick <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, American God starts up soon, mm-hmm. which I think looks kind of good. Yeah, good times. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Stuff. Okay. Which mm-hmm. which I totally mm-hmm. started to read. Mm-hmm. I did totally start to read that one time. Didn't finish ago. it? Didn't finish ago. it? No. 
Um, and still no information about what the uh, Castle Rock series is going to be. So, damn you, JJ. Damn you. This guy and his secrets. I know, right? Crying out loud. I think if they did like, uh, I think for me, if they did like a Tales from the Crypt kind of model where they had like like somebody you come and meet and you just did the little stories about the little, little references or just like not necessarily sure. the movies, but a little story about that book or that a little story about that story i think it'd be pretty cool like you wouldn't mm-hmm. you could have side stories about different characters in this universe that Stephen king has i think that'd yeah. be cool like in my mind that's what it is i what i hope it to be yeah. uh a little bit i've heard it sounds like it might be like original characters but then a lot of the side characters are characters from the Stephen king books and stuff mm-hmm. so maybe you run into the to the farmer that owns the farm that Cujo lives on or, you know, other stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting, whatever it is. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah well, I guess that's it. Yeah. Like all the other time I spent was working on like Batman. Stuff <laughs> this week. I got Batman to watch. I ain't got time. I got to get this Batman stuff. <laughs> It didn't none of it made my top five. Like, okay, this is exactly where it was supposed to be down here at the bottom. <laughs> Come here, son. We're gonna watch the real Ghostbusters. He's yeah. like, Fuck you, well, dad, and walks away. <laughs> this isn't Melissa McCarthy. And you're like, son, no. <gasps> no. <laughs> Take this child from me before I destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> Patty's like, calm down. You're like, he said Melissa McCarthy no, was a ghostbuster. No, this is bullshit. I don't know what you're teaching him when I'm not here. I don't know what street corner you found this child on. Not my child. (laughs) I have no son. (laughs) Well, you got two more. I have no son, I said. I have no son. (laughs) Uh, Good stuff. All right. So stop by the website, geeknerdery.com. Check out all the podcasts we got on there. We got a little bit for everybody. Uh, Starting this week, I believe. (laughs) The retro video game podcast, Graveyard Duck, is starting mm-hmm. up with our uh, friend Wes from the Drunken Zombie podcast back in the day. And uh, my TL8, uh, TLH, uh, the last horror cast host, Scott, with them talking about Castlevania 2. So it's going to be good times. So be on the lookout for that. Um, email us, geeknerdery at gmail.com. Remember, put care of Mike Patterson if you want to talk to me for yeah, any particular reason. Yeah, sure. And then. Uh, Please send me an email. Let me throw it. And uh, look us up on iTunes. Leave us some reviews. My email is just basically LinkedIn invitations from Brian and a couple of the people he's working with. Like, hey, join my LinkedIn. No, fuck off. Do you get right? Do you get invitations from me? From you and like, hey, Brian, we'd like you to join his LinkedIn circle or whatever the shit it's called. <laughs> like, because I never, I never send them to you. So, like, I know. I'm sure it's just sending me random stuff. Like, nobody uses LinkedIn that I know. I tried to like set it up to be professional and then yeah. like I've not used it whatsoever. Right. So, so what the fuck do I know? Yeah, whatever. All right. So uh thank you, uh sometimes Mike. Uh is there anywhere people can find you on the interwebs? Yeah, well, to, you're you're welcome. I do host another podcast. I'm sometimes oh, Mike, you're the, the awesome other guy. <laughs> you're the awesome eighties Mike. Quit interrupting my moments. Oh. <laughs> I uh thanks again everybody for letting me be on the show. Go ahead, Mike, I'm sorry. Cut his mic. Cut the- <laughs> Talk about your blog spot, Mike. I don't have a blog spot, Mike. <laughs> um, if you want to, you can find me at sometimes Mike on Twitter, 
also on Instagram. I post more probably on Instagram than I do Twitter, which is to say not really at all. <laughs> I'm at both of those places. Uh, you can stop by Geek Nerdery, read some Absolutely. of the... Uh, Catch up on some push. of my stuff from Geek Nerdery, which I need. I have a few more. I'm actually going to go through and do some reviews on those movies. Oh, shit. I think I'm actually going to get into it. Yeah, we get screeners all the time, and I send them out to all of our writers, yeah, and nobody I ever like, does like, I'm going to do that, and then I keep not doing it. You're like, what? Shannon Doherty and Tom Green in a horror movie called Bethany? I'm Fantastic. on board. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. So, Mr. Carlson, where can people find you? Uh, I also. Thanks for letting me know. I'm actually at Twitter at Sometimes Mike. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Awesomeities.com. Yeah, didn't you? Oh, you can uh, message interview? me, the host. Uh, yeah, we had an interview with uh, Conrad Thompson. He does a uh, wrestling podcast. I guess people know oh. about this Conrad Thompson fellow. Um, he's, uh, he's like, apparently he's best friends with Ric Flair and he does a podcast and it's, uh, it's entertaining. If you've listened to him, it's very entertaining and we do our best to take all his entertainment value away from him, but we did get him on the podcast. We do interview <laughs> him. So yeah, check out the awesome eighties podcast. They're, <laughs> Thank uh, you. they're always a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So like we said, uh, stop by geek nerdery and let's find out what your geek nerdery is.